Hi, this is Pastor Mickey with The Rock Church, and I want to encourage all of you to tune in for our series in the movies, and also just to note that we won't be posting on live the archives of the messages for this series uh, because of the nature of copyright in the movies. And so I want to encourage you to bring a friend, go to one of the campuses so you can be part of the service live. Uh, But I want to share a little devotional that's related to the message you're going to hear. You know, start with Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. It says, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You know, we have to realize that, especially where our culture is going, there's little gray area anymore. It's it's either light or darkness. And really, as a, a people of God, we need to choose, uh, really. It can't be neutral anymore on where you stand on the issues of life and eternity because we're in a war, and there's warfare going on all about us. We're in a war. We're in a spiritual battle. We're not part of a cruise ship, but we're part of a battleship. Uh, I was uh, I was reading about the Special Forces Navy SEAL, and uh, one of the guys was sharing about the essential things that they hold on to, three principles that they hold on to. Number one, he said, uh, whenever we're in war, you need to know the mission. What is your mission? And number two, he said, know where your enemy is. And then number three, he said, know where your buddy is your friend. And I thought how appropriate that is to where we are as as people of faith to know our mission, uh, to be about God's business. We are in a war. We need to be faithful to fulfill the Great Commission, to go out into all the world, make disciples, baptizing them, and so and then teaching them whatever Jesus teaches us in the scriptures. So I want to encourage you to be about God's business, but also we need to be aware of the enemy. Uh, light and darkness. Uh, there are dark forces out there, and so be aware of the the aspects of what the enemy is all about. In fact, John 10.10 says, the thief comes only to steal, to kill, and destroy. Jesus said, I've come that they may have life and that they may have it abundantly. You know, we have an adversary who seeks to deceive, to destroy, uh, to divide, uh, the father of lies, and so I, I want to encourage you to realize you, sometimes we, we can be critical of other people or we can get negative and not realizing we're, we're doing the work of the enemy, uh, accuser of the brethren, the devil is called. So I want to encourage you to be faithful, uh, to speak truth, to, to edify one another, to build up each other. John eight twelve says, when he spoke to the people, says, I'm the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but you will have the light of life. You know, I was uh, in Israel a while back, and we were on the tour, and there was a whole group of sheep going on, and and the sh- what I thought was the shepherd was behind the sheep, and he was beating the sheep with a rod and yelling at them and moving them into a corral. And I said to the tour guide, I I said, I thought shepherds were to lead. They were ahead of the flock. And he said, well, that's not the shepherd. That's the butcher. Uh, These sheep are being taken to the slaughter. And I thought, what a picture that is. You know, we have a good shepherd who seeks to give life and light, but there is an enemy of our souls. 
Satan, like the butcher, wants to divide and is harsh and rough. Uh, and in John eight forty four, Jesus said, You are of your father, the devil. He was speaking to those who opposed him, uh, the messengers of the enemy. He said, The desires of your father you will want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of lies. And so be aware that sometimes the things we're thinking that are real negative to tear down people, you know, and the the rumors that we can be caught up with at work, at school, with friends or family, sometimes that's not God's voice. A lot of times it's not God's voice. And and so I want to encourage you to spend time in the scriptures, to be faithful, to seek the truth, because light and darkness is very real and that we are in a war and the truth of the gospel sets us free. And I want to remind you again of the special forces. Know your mission. Your mission, simply love God and love people. And then fulfill the great commission to go and tell people about your Lord, about Jesus Christ. But then also be aware that we have an adversary, the devil, that's seeking to devour and divide and destroy. And then know your buddy. You know, I want to encourage you, if you're not in a life group uh, at the Rock Church or if you're from around the country or around the world, get into a small community where you have a friend that you can pour your heart out, that you can be accountable, that you're receiving encouragement. Uh, At the Rock Church, we have life groups all around the county where you can study the Word of God, where you can study different topics, you can find encouragement for marriage, for family. Uh, there's co-ed groups, women's groups, men's groups, all around the county, all different ages. But we're in a war, and you need to have buddies. You need to be in community. You need to have friendships that are supporting you, praying for one another. So much of the New Testament talks about the one another's, to encourage one another, pray for one another, to exhort one another. And so uh, let me encourage you to be in a small group, a life group, a community group, a home fellowship, no matter what you call it, get into a group during the week where you can be accountable, that your gifts are used to encourage other people. Know your buddies. And then uh, also we have life class. It's our next step. If you have not ever gone through the life class, it's offered every Sunday, um, L, loving relationships, I, impacting ministry, F, faithful stewardship, and E, evangelizing the lost. You can jump in any Sunday. Uh, you don't have to start at any one point, but do all four of the classes. It's there that you'll learn about the mission, vision, the history of the church, and you're part of God's army to reach our community, to serve here at the Rock Church, and to reach out around the world. In Romans 2, 4, says, the goodness of God leads you to repentance. You know, no matter where you are, where you've been, how far you've drifted, God is just a prayer way. And let me encourage you that if God's been tugging in your heart, you're not all that God has meant you to be. You haven't been following a God in his grace and the goodness of his love uh, to turn around. In fact, we have what we call the ABCs. Admit, A, admit that you've sinned. You've fallen from where you are supposed to be. The Bible says all have sinned, all have fallen short of the grace 
in the goodness of God. And then what do we do once we admit it? Well, be, believe, believe the gospel, believe that Jesus Christ came to pay a price for your sins. The Bible says, God so loved the world that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Um, believe that Jesus is who he says he is, that he conquered death. And then see, confess. Uh, confess that Jesus is Lord. In the book of Romans, it says, if you'll confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the, sin, uh, from the dead, you will be saved. And so, uh, you know, we're in a war. There's light and darkness. And know this, that you've been given a new identity in Jesus Christ. In fact, we're called Christian, which is a little Christ. We go from being a child of the devil uh, in darkness to come into the light of the gospel. And so I, I want to encourage you to jump full uh, steam ahead, to be who God has designed you to be, be faithful to the calling of how God has designed you, and then jump into the battle to be be part of God's mission to reach a dark world with the hope of Jesus Christ and through the love that we demonstrate in our service to others. So let me close in prayer and an encouragement to you to continue to be in God's battle and part of his, uh, just part of the love that he wants to bring and the hope pervasively throughout San Diego and around the world. And I want to pray that you take that step to not be neutral anymore, to to come into the light and to be uh, really fulfilling God's mission and call on your life. Let's pray together. Lord, I, I do thank you for those tuning in and for the calling you have for all of us to be faithful to you, to follow you. And I pray if there's anyone that happens to be watching this today that maybe have drifted from you, that they would just do those three basic steps to admit they're, they've maybe gone against you or have drifted away from you. And to believe in the gospel through Jesus Christ that you died on a cross for our sins and confess you as Lord. And if that's your prayer right now, I just want you right where you're at, just pray these words. Say, Lord, I am so sorry for my sin against you, for doing wrong and not living up to who I was meant to be. And I do believe that Jesus Christ died on a cross for my sins. And I confess him as Lord. And so I pray that your Holy Spirit comes into my heart and transforms my life, that I would truly be a disciple of Jesus Christ, part of your army. And so let me close now and encourage you to bring a friend to church and be faithful to carry out this mission. God bless you, and thank you again for being part of God's plan to reach uh, a hurting world. In Jesus' name, amen. At the end of each day when you put your head on the pillow, someone's going to say to you, well done, good and faithful servant. And that someone is either God or the devil. The most important decision you'll ever make in your life is deciding who is your master. Matthew 6, 24 says, no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. We live in a world of spiritual light and spiritual darkness, good and evil. And by your own choices and decisions, you will be on one side or the other. One marked by darkness and the other marked by blood. There's no neutral. This is the nature of the spiritual battle we are all engaged in. The challenge of today's message is to decide who is your master. How far are you willing to go to do the right thing? How much are you willing to risk in order to honor your true master? 
Are you holding back because of what you think it might cost you in relationships, money, or reputation? Do you think your master deserves better than what you're giving him? Let me tell you, one of the things that comes with crossing over to follow your true master is a new name, which implies a new identity. When Jesus becomes your master, he gives you his own name, Christian, which actually means little Christ. When an athlete gets traded to a different team, the first thing they have to do is become a passionate supporter of everything about their new team. They must be passionate about the direction of the organization, the community involvement of the team, and the goals of the season. And part of being committed to their new team means being a passionate opponent to every other team. When you choose a spiritual master, you must be loyal to him and him alone. You must be all in with what they believe and the objectives of their mission. Because each master, like every team, has opposing agendas. Choosing one master over the other means that you are at war with the opposing master and their mission. On an athletic level, the goal is to win, score more points, win a trophy. On a spiritual level, winning is ultimately about life and death. John 10.10 says the thief has come to steal and kill and destroy, but I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. If God is your master, you will be all about love and life, love for people and a promoter of life. In John 8.12, Jesus spoke again to the people and said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. If your master is a deceiver, the destroyer, the devil, you will be opposed to God and your mission will be all about hate and death, death of opportunities, relationships, and reputation. John 8.44 says you are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there's no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. This is why it's so critical to think through your choice of masters, the dark side of evil, which leads to death, or a loving God who grants abundant and eternal life. Whenever I preach about the love and forgiveness of God in a prison to guys who have done some really evil things, it's so encouraging to see how they are convicted and drawn to the light of the Lord. Romans 2.4 says that the goodness of God leads to repentance. No matter how far you have drifted from God, the Holy Spirit has a way of drawing you back to the Lord. Even though Kylo Ren's had defected to the dark side, there was still a pilot light of good in his heart that was shining in the darkness and it was bugging him. How do you know the difference between the light and the darkness in your own life? How do you know the light is calling you out of your own darkness? And how can you put gas on that fire? God's light will always be consistent with God's word. You will have thoughts and desires that are consistent with the heart and character of God. And it's in God's word that you can learn what God's character is like. The Holy Spirit has a way of convicting you, giving you a bad taste in your heart about gossip, bad language, and stuff you watch online. The Holy Spirit convicts you about your excuses not to read your Bible, share your faith, pray, or give. John 16, 8 says, and when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. This is why it's so important to be in a small group where you are surrounded by a group of people who will love and hold you accountable to the things of God. And when you are continuously encouraged by a group of people who love God, it will keep that light burning bright in your heart. This is also why it's important to take our life class where you can learn about how God designed you 
and how he wants to use you in the kingdom of God. Using your God-given gifts to serve and minister to others is a very effective way to stir up your God-given passions. There comes a time in your life when you need to decide whether you will trust the light or the darkness. And just like your successes don't define you, neither do your failures. No matter how much you think you've destroyed your life and your own identity, no matter how much people don't recognize you, how you talk, how you dress or act, there's always hope that God can restore you. And the reason is because the source of your new life, your new beginning, it's not about your own strength or about something you're going to do, but it's going to be about something you're going to allow God to do in your life. Forgiveness of what you have done is in Jesus Christ. Restoration of your relationship with God is the work of the Holy Spirit in your heart. And a new attitude comes from receiving the mind of Christ. It's about what Jesus is going to do in you and your only responsibility is to ask him. And it's as simple as A, B, C. First A, admit that you are a sinner. The Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Second is B, believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believed in him would not perish, but have eternal life. And finally C, confess. 1 John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us of all of our unrighteousness. Before it's too late, before you cause any more pain, make a decision to give your life to Jesus Christ. Give God a chance to restore what you think is impossible and establish a new start in your life. If you believe those things and would like to ask Christ to be your savior, I want you to bow your head and close your eyes. All the people on all the campuses and everybody watching online, I'm going to ask you right now to take a second, bow your heads and close your eyes. And if you would like to ask Christ to be your savior, I want you to pray this prayer with me, but I want you to think if you feel like you've drifted so far from God that no one can help you, this is the truth. God loves you. He wants to forgive you and restore you right now. So if you would like that to happen, if you would like to ask Christ to be your savior, bow your heads, close your eyes and pray this in the privacy of your heart. Pray, dear God, I admit that I'm a sinner and that the penalty of my sin is death. I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and that he died and rose from the dead for my sin. And I confess Jesus as my savior. Jesus, please forgive me. I repent of my sin and surrender my life to you. I pray this in Jesus' name. As our eyes are closed and our heads are bowed, if you prayed that prayer to ask Christ to be your savior, I'm going to ask you to stand in a minute. And no matter what campus you're in, and even if you're at home or in a microsite or a juvenile hall, wherever you are, if you prayed that prayer, I'm going to ask you to stand. And there's going to be someone in there who's going to pray for you and encourage you. So I'm going to count to three. And if you prayed that prayer, I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet. And by standing, you are declaring publicly, yes, I am giving my life to Jesus Christ. And yes, I believe that he has forgiven me and accepted me as his child. So I'm going to count to three. If you prayed that prayer, I want you to stand up. One, two, three. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. 